Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we get started, make sure you've watched every episode in season four before you start listening to these podcasts if you want to avoid spoilers. We do talk about other episodes even within a podcast about one particular episode there are lots of connections and and things to talk about so please make sure you are happy to hear some spoilers or at least you've watched all the other episodes um but we need a name for the podcast because you can't call it the daily mirrors black mirror podcast you can't call it mirror mirror no because it's a beauty (laughs) podcast (laughs) yeah it's really tough yeah so that's just one to just shout things out if you ever Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. In the middle of the internet. Yeah, just off. Just yeah. go off off piece. Yeah. So in November 2017, just ahead of the launch of Black Mirror season four on Netflix, I met with co-creators Charlie Brooker and Annabelle Jones. We had a chat in the Corinthia Hotel in Westminster in central London. We talked about the latest episodes of the Dark Anthology series, as well as delving into callbacks to the third season and also the original Channel 4 run for longtime fans, if you remember that. But even more impressively, I made a Bugsy Malone prediction before any of the previews had even been released. So for those of you who have seen Crocodile through to the end, you'll know what I'm talking about. So here's the interview with Charlie and Annabelle. Enjoy. Have you had any ideas for episodes that you've had to shelve because one of you's gone, that is insane, or no, or it's actually too close to real life? Mm, no. 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 You never shelve no. an idea. Well, we no. don't, we, we, we've had ideas that... Um, we've, done, we've had ideas... We, sometimes we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be talking through an idea and we'll think of an aspect of it that we think well we don't have time to get into that mm. in a way a good example when we were doing when we were talking about San Junipero we had a, a, a which was an episode from from season three and there was an idea that we had uh, where we were we were saying we, we, there was a thought to have Kelly appear let's see her in a kindergarten basically and then we realized that later on that these were all deceased children and it's like that too big a bloody heartbreaking and thought yeah to to put within this story so sometimes we'll have an idea and we sort of put it to one side for yeah, a bit but I don't yeah. think we've I don't think we've shied away from anything that's heartbreaking though I think hmm. maybe totally apparently not <laughs> <laughs> but but that's it's, we're not shy from taking on sort of harrowing or tragic no. stories hmm. um I think they're just you know you're, you've got an hour of tv and so you're trying to service that story and serve as best you can and so sometimes you find yourself thinking totally that's too big a shift or that's not on it that's not yeah. really the thrust of the story yeah um, usually we're trying to simplify yeah the, the core of the story our stories tend to be fairly simple yeah and even though I think some of the some stories can appear quite preposterous they actually all hopefully feel quite authentic and that there's a that you that, that there's a believe the story is believable within that world mm-hmm. so often we'll we won't pursue something if we sort of think but a character wouldn't act like that and yes. you wouldn't embrace that technology you wouldn't allow that into your life yes. so you know it's got to feel it's for it to resonate it has to feel credible 
and that's sort of and I hope that's what makes the show feel that that it has an impact on people because it feels there's something it's tapping into something it's emotionally authentic definitely you don't have people having crazy reactions to things yes even if the tech might go quite far and this doesn't have to go in but with Archangel when you actually realize they get rid of the technology Mm-hmm. That's it's a tiny line, mm-hmm. but it's really important because you've realised people have thought about the implications and gone nope. Mm. But yeah. it's still in Paul um, Sarah's Sarah's head. Sarah's head. Yeah. Yes, we don't yeah. we don't tend to have. I think hopefully it feels emotionally authentic because we don't tend to do sort of you know big villain character. I mean no. we, we we have to we've got villains in episodes actually different very much, but they yeah. they're they're not sort of it's not like the boss of an evil corporation who wants to enslave the world in no, a you have sympathy for daily. Oh <laughs> Wow some people get some very harsh punishments in your moral universe, don't they? They do. Oh. It's quite it's it's quite a harsh but then it's I, I've always been a fan of those sorts of story, I suppose, like the Wicker Man. You know, where, yeah. where, or, um, I mean, White Bear, we did an episode called yeah. White Bear, which we kept calling the Wicker Van, because it's a bit where she puts <laughs> in a van near the end. Um, and I, I think that, you know, it, it's, that's a sort of hallmark of, of when, when we do a twist in the tale episode, it often tends to be a, quite a brutal sort of twist. Like with White Christmas, I rewatched that. That is really unfair what happens to Race Paul's character, actually. Well, is it? Because is it because for, for one on yeah. the one hand it doesn't really happen to him it happened so there is a there's a little wow. philosophical argument yeah. there which is it's happening to a copy of him does yes. that matter and the, and the people who are condemning him to that don't clearly don't see him as real yeah they're just yeah. like yeah ha 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 um, and also he was responsible in that story for the death of a well, child well, and well, an old man he doesn't follow her he doesn't try and rescue no but her. he kills a he kills he an kill- old man and then he's he's he is inadvertently mm-hmm. responsible for yeah. the death of the child. So it's sort of a metaphor for hell, that is, isn't it? Yeah. And he sort of ends up. Then in USS Callister, we are meant to care. Usually, so you've moved on with the similar kind of idea, but we're meant to care. Uh-huh. Which we do care. We do you mean care, care about what happens to the copies when. Um, yes, yeah, in that way. Well, well, in White Christmas, we're clearly on the side of. Like, no, no, but I mean, as in, we, we don't realise that's what's going on no, in White no. Christmas. In Calistair, and it's difficult to talk about without giving spoilers away, yeah, but in that, it's no definitely about, it's partly about, um, you know, what is a reality. It's sort of yeah. a story about a tyrant, really, and yeah. a sort of terrible power imbalance and a crazy, yeah. a crazy sort of kingdom that a yeah. lunatic is, run, is running, but it's yeah. not, it's... It's hard to talk about without spoiling it, but it's yeah. a yeah on a plane of reality. Yeah, it's Toy Story for adults. <laughs> That's what we kept calling it, actually. Because yeah. it looks so much fun, especially if you watched that kind of show back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. It looks like so much fun. Oh, bless it. Well, it was fun to have but... a spaceship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was really good fun. And I, I took my kids to the set one day. Yeah. And, it didn't, and they're five and three years old. And they just think, I've got a spaceship. <laughs> Dad's got a spaceship. Yeah, He's like, got the best life. So that was, early, that was like January this year. They were like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The effects are really nice. And it's nice to begin with the show because that's not what Black Mirror looks like. Black Mirror looks like the real world. Mm. Or so it we, looks like someone well, frowning at an iPhone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, which did, yeah. Although in the last season we did play with that aesthetic quite a bit. So mm-hmm. no yeah. dive with Joe Wright's piece with yeah. Bryce Howard. You know, it's it's your idealised, aspirational, mm. you know, twinkle town. But I know what you mean. We did, consciously we wanted to open that episode yeah. with people go, so yes. that people you go, see, what the f- see. 
is this? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, and we've throughout this season, we have probably the, the tones are and the genres we're doing are much more diverse than we've done before. Yeah. So Archangel is a polar is a completely different. Yeah, it's got Scandal that boyhood movie. feel, hasn't it? It's yeah. an indie movie. It feels like yeah. an American yeah. indie movie. So, yeah. so you've got Callister, which is a big space romp with yeah. dark undertones, but there's a lot of sort of comedy in it as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you've got Archangel, which is more like a, an indie yeah. relationship drama. Mm-hmm. We've got Crocodile, which is like almost like a Scandi noir sort of techno thriller, yeah. stylish. Uh, Hang the DJ, which is as close as we get to a rom-com. Oh, I don't think people... No, it's not. That's why I say as close as we Cause get to a rom-com. Because you gave them San Junipero, they'd be like, oh, yeah, and then you're going to upsell something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's like Spotify for relationships is the sort of broad idea. Okay. It? So if you yeah. had a playlist yeah. that told you which relationship you're going to have throughout your life yeah. in order. That's sort of what's going on. Okay, all right, that's very interesting. There's an order. Very um, and then there's there's Metalhead, which is Maxine Peak, yeah, and it's uh, black and white, and it's very it's a sort of brutal survival horror story. It's like again, very, and then we have got Black Museum, which is like White Christmas. It's three stories in one. Okay, and it's a bit Stephen Kingish, a bit yeah. campfire, popcorn. So oh. so the tones of them are completely. Yeah. So more than ever, disparate. I don't. I think. People are not going, you know, it's the unexpected. It's, mm. you yeah, know, every film yes. you could say, I have no idea. Tell us what the f expected. <laughs> like, like, we, we, it's, what's weird is it, it does, it's a bit of a nightmare in a way, and that when you're promoting the show, yeah. or when you're trying to, I don't know what to recommend where people should start in a way. Oh, cause, yeah. Because yeah. they're so yes. different yeah. that no one, ep- all the episodes are outliers. I tried to do that for last season because we were given the them in a different order yeah. mm-hmm. and they got comments at the bottom. Um, if you were commenting on an online piece about the order of Netflix shows, I wish I had your time. I wish I had your life. <laughs> That's fine. It shows a very engaged audience. So I read something the other day about San Junipero and um, Heaven is a Place on Earth that mm-hmm. if you couldn't get that song, you'd be distraught. Mm-hmm. Are there any songs out there for, for both of you, either of you, that could be essential to... A future episode. Wow. I like that as um as inspiration. Uh, it did well, make it's, one. It's very important. But do you want? Yeah. Um. Occasionally, there's some songs we couldn't get actually. Yeah. Pera. We wanted to, we couldn't clear a Prince song. We wanted Sign of the Times in there. We couldn't clear it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. We've got recurring motifs of song that yes. recur throughout various episodes, yeah. which mm-hmm. recur again. In this but, season, yeah. Oh, the one okay. from Fifteen Million Merits Might coming back show up. up again. When she sings that, I, I was rewatched. Men against yeah. fire. No, the no, war one. Oh, Fifteen Million Merits. Yeah. yeah. Like Christmas, they sing it in that. Yeah, well. yeah. Jessica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's a that's an Easter egg, and also we knew we could clear it. So, yeah, so, you've so, got to so think it's about partly that. that. It's partly that. So yeah. it's one. Of, it's one of those things where sometimes it's a bit of a convenient thing, and also you think, well, it's a nice nod to yeah. a previous mm-hmm. story, and then. As people appreciated that more, we've lent into that, as yeah. they say. If you've got Black, the rights, keep the rights. In Black Museum, we're, <laughs> we're referring to lots of Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, and also the way people watch on Netflix as well. Like, I went back and watched a load mm. last night. If I'd eaten cheese as well, I wouldn't have slept. It's called Lion. I know, not all of them, but quite a few. Yeah, White Christmas. That. Quite oh, God, that. the first, the dating <laughs> one. Which just goes straight from, yeah. oh, we get on really well. You're talking to a voice in your head. Have the poison. <laughs> Yeah, I've, point of view. that's one of those ones where again, it was, we were, we were, it was there was a point where we were sitting in the 
there's a point where you see it so often, you know, you see the rushes, you're on there, you're on set, then you see the rushes, then you see the sort of, you see the rough cut of it, you see, and then when we were finally seeing the, all the bells and whistles, the sound and the music and the score on that and thinking, oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> you got to laugh. Good. Yeah, Sorry. you do yeah. have to. So what question <laughs> do people keep asking you or what question are people just not asking you at all in these kinds of interviews that you quite like? to be asked what question are people not asking i know god my meta questions here i had a really boring one which is how did moving to netflix affect your writing film process quite a lot i imagine the answer is but not really actually no No, you'd think it would but not really i mean you're just aware that actually probably the biggest thing thinking about it was that because we knew we were doing we were going to be we were doing six episodes and not three yeah yes um per season we thought, like, we consciously thought, well, we've got to change what the show is a bit, expand its horizons yeah, a bit. Tell, yeah. So San Junipero was the first one that was written for mm. Netflix as a conscious decision to sort of write, let's try this, let's try something that's very, very different tonally and yeah. has a very different ending to anything we've done. Yeah. So that we don't know what the show is in a, yeah, in a way. And so we've, yeah. so the variety probably mm. is made the main change. We haven't been asked that. Just, well, to name yeah. a podcast, I suppose. Do, do we have a name? Oh, <laughs> God. Um, yes, we'll think about it. We'll definitely think about it. Yeah. We'll think about it. No, but have you listened yeah. to any Black Mirror podcasts yourself? Oh, no, I don't like to do that. That'd I think weird. you go a bit crazy quite yeah. quickly if you look up. Yeah. Sort of, it's tr- like you have enough of an inner critic in your head yeah. to, to yeah. when you start. I think that's something Russell T Davis said when he was like talking about when when, when he was getting a hard time I think from uh, Doctor Who fans or something yeah. and he said he, it, like he doesn't need to read that because there's there's someone criticising him in his head all the time you can remember the workings of it it's like going back to any you need to move on from it don't yeah you? you sort of need yeah. to think because well, yeah. also you'll just obsess over things where you think like oh I didn't mean it like that or why are you yeah. interpreting it like that or but then you're trying to second guess and reaction to something and then you're suddenly could you find yourself with the most bland story. Because you can't. Sort of... Someone I used to write columns and you'd try and work out what you were going to get slagged off for in the comments <laughs> section. It's <laughs> like just suddenly will. it's like no fun writing the column yeah, anymore because yeah. you're like, I'm never going to win this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll think of a... We'll think well, please do. Yeah. <laughs> Something <When>, Googleable. <laughs> when's the Black Mirror musical? You don't get asked oh, that often, do Really? Because hmm. that must be coming question. up soon. Yeah. It's funny you say that, though, isn't it? <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like pastiche of Bugsy Malone but with um, with a bit more tech in it weird you mentioned Bugsy weird. Malone weird yeah. isn't it god not Phantom of the Opera no Bugsy Malone okay no it's just weird you, you mentioned Bugsy Malone okay. there is a song from Bugsy, Bugsy Malone shows up in one of our episodes this season oh you're in the Black Mirror DNA <laughs> 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 you see what we're doing <laughs> are, we, we're, are we running over you're okay um, I've got one more question, that's fine. It's a very small one. What happens after the end of Hated Elimination, which I loved, which I actually absolutely love. Ah, well, uh, there's no... If, Interesting if... you should ask that. Interesting <laughs> you should ask that. We sometimes get asked about sequels, and it's like, would you yeah. do a sequel to San Junipero? Yeah, you get asked that a lot, don't you? And, and, I th- and we always go, no, we wouldn't. If we were going to do a sequel to an episode, you could see how we could do a sequel to Hated Elimination, because you could use those characters, you could revisit those characters. Yeah. But we deliberately left the ending there somewhat ambiguous. So you know that yeah. Lou is not going to let him Yeah, die, yeah, But yeah. you don't know quite what's going to happen. He's a dangerous man. He's and, a really yeah. dangerous man. 
yeah. yeah. And she's courting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know quite what, what happens next. We have to work uh... that one out. She gives him a Chinese burn. <laughs> you're you, very you, naughty you're man. Naughty, you ruddy naughty chap. She I gets know. his copy and puts it in a cookie. There you go. She <laughs> says, oh, have you seen this other episode? <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it, mate. Please, heaven is a place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Mm. They'll deserve that. Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you. So that's it for another year for us Black Mirror fans. We've met with both Charlie Brooker and Annabelle Jones on the press tour. My podcast co-host Ryan Brown and I have gone through each episode and given you our take. And now there's very little left for us to do until Black Mirror Season 5 becomes a thing. Please, please, can it become a thing? Please, can someone announce it? Please. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to talk more about Black Mirror, you can follow me on Twitter at Sachandrika C. And you can follow Ryan at Toad's Anime. Please do tweet us. If you're very unlucky, Ryan and I might come back for an eighth podcast looking back at the season. And uh, until then, bye. Bye.